Support comes from Red Stag Supper Club, featuring weekly live music and a late-night happy hour, serving brunch, lunch, dinner, and late night seven days a week. Focusing on locally farmed ingredients. RedStagSupperClub.com From Minnesota Public Radio, this is Grammar Grader. It's the podcast about words, grammar, and usage for the information age. This week's episode, Whiz Bang! Today, producer Brett Baldwin and I are at the Minnesota State Fair, and our next two episodes will be recorded here. For you listeners outside the MPR region, the Minnesota State Fair is an annual 12-day celebration at the end of August and early September. It features exhibits, rides, animals, food, music, fine arts, competitions, and activities. First celebrated in 1859 and held at these very same fairgrounds since 1885, the Minnesota State Fair draws nearly 2 million visitors every year. And what better place to demonstrate that grammar and language can be fun than right here at the fair? That's absolutely right, Brett. This week we're going to be talking about a literary device and a way of forming words called onomatopoeia. Yes, onomatopoeia. It's fun to say and it's even more fun to spell. O-N-O-M-A-T-O. P-O-E-I-A. Wow. And if you'd like to see that written out, you can check out this week's episode at mpr.org slash gg. But to get our discussion started about onomatopoeia, Brett and I thought we'd head on over to the animal barns here at the Minnesota State Fair. Join us, won't you? Okay, so Brett and I find ourselves here at the sheep barn, and we've met three admirers of sheep. And what are your names? Jonah. Mariah. Lewis. And where are you guys from? Maple Grove. And can you tell me what sound a sheep makes? Bah. Oh, that's very good, Mariah. Bah. Oh, well done. Bah. Hey, that's great. That's a great range. Thanks, you guys. So Brett and I have wandered over here to the cattle barn... And we're talking with four people who actually raise cattle. Uh, why don't you give me your names, please? Michael Peterson from Moore, Minnesota. Jeremiah Johnson from Holly, Minnesota. Christopher Peterson from Moore, Minnesota. Becky Johnson from Holly, Minnesota. Now, do you guys actually raise cows? Yep. Milking, shorthorn, dairy cattle. What sound does a cow make? <laughs> That's good. Uh, <laughs> Well done. Could you tell me what sound a cow makes? Me. All right, Becky, how about you? All right, well done. Thanks, you guys. Brett and I are now in the horse barn, and we're talking with... Lindsay. And Lindsay, what kind of horses do you raise? We raise American saddlebreds, show horses. And where do you live? Lakeville, Minnesota. Okay, and what kind of sounds do your horses make? They like to make like little knicker noises for when they want their treats, and their sounds kind of like. <laughs> okay, what other ones? Um, sometimes they'll like sneeze or something. It's nice. What else? And they are really hungry. It's like really loud. It's. <laughs> That's great. That is really good. Thank you so much, Lindsay. <laughs> You're welcome. Now those sound effects you've just heard, so generously offered by these enthusiastic fairgoers, are examples of onomatopoeia. 
Fowler's modern English usage says that onomatopoeia refers to the formation of names or words from sounds that resemble those associated with the object or action to be named, or that seem suggestive of its qualities. Think of the word whisper. 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 It's a word that sounds very much like the action it describes. Gordon Jarvie, in the Bloomsbury Grammar Guide, describes onomatopoeia as a kind of sound symbolism. He says words are onomatopoeic if the sound of the word suggests its sense, adding that onomatopoeic words are also called mimic words. Jarvie writes that sometimes onomatopoeic words imitate an animal's sound. Thus, the sounds we just heard from the kids in the animal barn. Me. <laughs> are simple examples of onomatopoeic words. They mimic the sound they intend to convey in their meaning. Gordon Jarvie provides many other examples of onomatopoeia. Babble. Buzz. Crack. Clatter. Gurgle. Rustle. Slither. Splash. Jarvie also adds that many words that begin with an SL sound seem to have unpleasant connotations. For example, slap, slime, slink. Slither, slurp. Compare that to onomatopoeic words that start with GL, which Jarvie says are often associated with light. Gleam, glow, glisten, glitter. Jarvie also says that comic books are a type of literature that created a whole range of onomatopoeic words. Zap, powie, splat, kerplunk, biff, look. Not surprisingly, onomatopoeia has been explored and employed extensively in poetry. Here are excerpts from the 1906 poem "The Highwayman" by Alfred Noyes. Over the cobbles he clattered and clashed in the dark inn yard. And dark in the dark old inn yard, a stable wicket creaked. Plot plot, plot plot. Had they heard it? The horse hoofs ringing clear. Plot plot, plot plot. In the distance, were they deaf that they did not hear? Plot plot. In the frosty silence. Plot plot. In the echoing night. Nearer he came and nearer. Her face was like a light. Onomatopoeia is a colorful way of expressing oneself in the language. However, mimic words are not always the best way to express oneself. It was just cuckoo this morning, and I was just zip 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 pow, and then I got here, and I was like, and my manager walked up and was like, whoa, and I thought, you know. And I have no idea what you just said. That's why it's advisable to develop one's vocabulary. Particularly one's store of adjectives, for use in descriptive writing and formal speaking. This has been Grammar Grader from Minnesota Public Radio. Source material comes from Fowler's Modern English Usage by R. W. Birchfield and from the Bloomsbury Grammar Guide by Gordon Jarvie. Special thanks to everyone we talked to in the livestock complex here at the Minnesota State Fair. Thanks, as always, to the Grammatis Personae players, Julia Schrankler and Dale Connolly. Our executive producer is John Pearson. I'm producer Brett Baldwin, and I'm Luke Taylor, signing off from the Minnesota State Fair. And if you like this, check out Minnesota Public Radio's live State Fair webcam at mprnewsq.org.